welcome. You've got mail. Hey there, welcome to another edition of Tech Stream. This is the podcast that you love subscribing to because you've told us, you know, and we love the feedback. I'm Seth Everett. He is the CEO of the Palmer Group, Shelly Palmer. Shelly, welcome. Another week, another week. Now, one thing that I can say, and you're going to love this professional segue. One thing that I can say is that our audience is growing. Facebook's audience, not so much. <laughs> Take that, Facebook. <laughs> At least we're trending upward. <laughs> we, every week, every week. Thank you, everyone who's listening. Every week, TechStream is killing it. I'm sorry, Mark. Somehow you just didn't quite get it right. <laughs> oh, man. They're going to start reaching out now. I'm going to hear from those people again. Oh, you have funny. to work with them. Uh, Facebook, yeah, for the first yeah. time ever, uh, announced that they had lost subscribers. Look, they still have a third of the planet. So yes. it's, well, it, it's yeah. it, it, I mean, it, 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 don't, don't cry for me, Argentina, you know, it, 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 but it is the first time that you can say that more people chose not to have it than have it. Yes. And if the promise you make to the industry is that you're a growth company and you don't grow, we discussed this with Netflix. If you don't grow and like your whole story is we are, you know, we've never had a down quarter and you have a down quarter, it's possible the street's going to take away some love. And they did, uh, you know, immediately Facebook lost couple hundred billion dollars of market cap, which I think they'll ultimately get back. Look, a couple of things going on there, though, that are really interesting. I mean, all kidding aside, when you say they have a third of the planet, what they really have is two thirds of the people on the public internet. So there's I don't know, 7 billion plus people on the planet. So some number, some people say 7.2, 7.6. It's like, it's a giant number. We think the numbers, are, they're always estimates, but depending on who you ask, there's somewhere between four and 4.2 billion people on the internet. And Facebook, depending on who you ask and how honest you believe the numbers are, is somewhere between 3.2 and 3.7 billion accounts. Take away some of them for duplicates and bots. You're looking roughly at three out of four people on the public internet have a Facebook account. That's kind of everybody that wants one. Does that include WhatsApp and, and Instagram? No, we're talking Facebook. Just Facebook. Okay. Yeah. So... When you know, if you add in the others, it's it's an insane number. But, but right, but the, then you start getting complicated because there's the duplicate. They're different services, and they they have different business models, and they have different advertising revenue schemas, and like everything about them is different. WhatsApp is encrypted, and and like you go on and on about when it's a messaging service that you can't even put a link in properly. Like no, you just Facebook. But here's the thing: there's no room for them to grow. So at some point. You need more people with access to the internet. Like they're to the point where the bigger the internet gets, the bigger they get. By the way, Google's like that too. You add more people to the internet, you're going to add more people to Google. Right? That's just the way it works. So there was going to come a time where Facebook wasn't going to get, like add anybody because there was nobody to add. That's That was, you know, inevitable. But there's been a fairly interesting shift demographically over time. You know, Facebook is your dad's social media now. It's not your social media if you're young. And America, at very least, and possibly other countries too, but culturally America, we worship youth and aspire to be young. So for reasons that are explicable but make no sense in reality, 
an 18 to 24 year old is more desirable demographically for most advertisers than a 55 to 64 year old. Now, 55 to 64 year olds are flush with cash, have no responsibilities generally uh, compared to their counterparts who are, let's say, 25 to 34 or or 25, 49, who are in the heart of having child uh, payments and, you know, care for children and school and everything else in the world. You know, people who are towards the end of their career, generally, you know, they're getting close to retirement, they've got their savings. No, we don't care about people who have money, who have life experience, who have discretionary income, who are who can change a brand, who can be influenced uh, by interest. No, we care about 18 year olds who generally haven't got a job yet. And that's the way that advertising works. And there are good reasons for it and there are bad reasons for it, but they're just that's what it is. Zuckerberg has come out and say, look, we're looking for a younger audience. Facebook has practically everyone. And if they're they're worried about usage and usage from call it 18, 25, 25, 34, 34, 49. Like if they're having trouble in there, then they have, they're having trouble. There's something worse though that happens, Seth, really worse. And everyone's talking about, oh, look, they lost all this uh, market cap. And by the way, that's terrifying, uh, losing all the market cap. But you could argue that might've been in a bubble. There's a lot of things you could argue. Right, you could say it's bloated. That's what I heard is that yeah, it was bloated. Yeah. So, yeah. so what, you know, don't, don't make a big deal. It's just coming down to reality. And, and that's probably right. And I don't want to give financial advice and I don't want to talk like I know the stock market because anyone who talks like they know the stock market is just, you know, trying to Jim Cramer their way into your heart. I, I don't want to do any of that. <laughs> um, but there was a much more troubling statistic from a business perspective, from a forecasting perspective that came out of the earnings call the other night. It hasn't received as much press as I think it deserves. What Everyone needs to know is that Facebook has roughly 7 million advertising clients. That is an insane number of clients, right? That is that, that and that includes all the small businesses. And, and it's obvious why to advertise on Facebook, it's as easy as playing a video game. I mean, it's really simple. Your, your 14 year old can do it. Uh, and I'm not trying to be pejorative to 14 year olds. You go online and you buy an ad. And, you know, you choose who you want to advertise to. You say, I want to be within 10 miles of my business location, or I want people who, I want two-headed Martians that think you're young on Thursdays. And Facebook will slice and dice it as tightly as you want to slice and dice it. And the ROAS, the return on advertiser spend on Facebook is fantastic. If you are advertising something people can buy, you know, you're an orthodontist in in Deer's Ears, Alabama, uh, or any town USA. Is that a real name of a town? No, no, no. I'm just making it up. You know, I, I, I should have gone intercourse PA and you know, we could have been. Well, that is a real town. So I didn't want to call them out, right. but you know, any town USA, you know, you are the orthodontist in any town USA. And you say, I want to buy a 10 mile radius around my, my town center. It may be expensive because it may, you might have a competitive orthodontist looking for that stuff, but Facebook is a very fair auction. They don't set prices. You do. Uh, because you're, you know, you're competing against others who want the same keywords and key phrases. They said in that call, they're expecting headwinds, which is the euphemistic term for business is going to suck. Now, Seth, in everyone's experience, the first thing a small business does when times get tough is cut their advertising budget. It's exactly the wrong thing to do, right? When business gets terrible, what do you do? You promote, 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 advertise, advertise, advertise. But the difference between advertising and every other expense is that it's thought to be, although it isn't, it's thought to be discretionary. Why? Well, salary, you must pay. Right? Rent, you must pay. Electricity, you must pay. 
oil, heat, you must pay. You have no choice. Those things, you know, rent, light, heat, electric, that, that's all, you can't get out of it. Advertising is the only necessary business expense that's not necessary, right? You cut your advertising budget. It's not going to get you thrown out on the street. It's not going to get your employees to sue you for, you know, not getting paid. It's not going to get the insurance company sending you dunning letters and now you're not insured and something like it's one of those expenses that doesn't have a direct corollary that hurts you and so what tends to happen is the road to hell is paved with good intentions and it becomes a vicious vortex business gets bad the first thing you cut are the things you can and one of the first things you can cut without having an instant impact on the way you spend your day is your advertising budget so rightly or wrongly that is a leading indicator of business sucking wow Facebook just told us that they expect business, not for them, for everyone to suck in 2022. Right. Process that for a minute. Seven million advertisers spend the most efficient ad dollar they can spend on Facebook. Facebook lost 20% of its market cap and is expected to struggle this year. And one of the reasons they're going to struggle is that they don't expect to have the same advertising revenue they normally have. And we know for a fact that the first thing small businesses cut historically is their advertising budget. Of course. Oh my, that's what we're up against. So I was very concerned about the Facebook earnings call, not for Facebook, because Zuckerberg's a smart guy and he'll figure it out. But you know what he can't figure out? how to get Farmer Brown's uh, concession stand uh, to, to advert that takes, that has a Stripe account, that has a website <clears throat> that advertises on Facebook to get you there on the weekend as you're driving you know, to whatever attraction is down the road sure. from them. Yeah. If they're not going to advertise, Facebook can't do anything about that. And that tells us something about 2022. So I was really concerned about that. The rest of it, you know, like I said, the people at Facebook are some of the smartest people in the world. They'll figure out how to regain their world dominance and if they're looking for younger people they'll figure that out and if they're looking for more people they'll figure that out too like that but what they can't well, figure well, out hold is- on but but hold on Let, let's take the politics out of it okay let's just take the left wing right wing you know the yeah. shenanigans out of it but for the sake of this argument there is a myth you teach in a college i teach in a college when we talk to college age kids facebook is for their grandparents yes like it's just not cool correct and it's the opposite of what Facebook was conceptualized behind. Correct. Because when it was conceived, it was supposed to be college. When you and I joined Facebook, the th- I, I mean, I'll just speak for myself. The thing I was amazed about uh, when I first saw Facebook, when I first joined in 2010 or whatever, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And I've told you my story before. I was a late bloomer to Facebook. I didn't I wasn't interested. ESPN, which is where I was working at the time, said, if you don't create a page, we're creating a page for you <laughs> and, and, you know, to promote your show. And I said, OK, well, at least let me do it. And so I created a page and it's the same page I have now. And what I was immediately amazed because it said, Who, where did you go to high school? <laughs> yeah. And you say, where do you go to high school? And immediately every ex-girlfriend I ever had showed up on my Facebook. It was incredible. That's Facebook. Mm-hmm. That's not what it is anymore. Not even close. Although I do have a bunch of people from grade school who still annoy me uh, in high school. And, you know, you realize why you stop being friends with them as soon as they contact you. It's like, wow, we have absolutely nothing in common. Why are you contacting me? Go away. Oh, um, I have a much, much saucier response to that. 
Why is it that every girl I ever went out with in high school went to Bermuda last year? (laughs) (laughs) And put those on the picture. Oh, my goodness. And um, at your advanced age, Seth, those pictures probably aren't as pretty as they were. They're they're grainy. (laughs) So many years ago. (laughs) They're Um, grainy. Possibly filtered through uh, um, Instagram filters and Facebook filters. So look, (laughs) the thing is, Facebook has changed. What hasn't changed? And I'm going to just push back on everybody who tells me it's for their grandparents. Of course, it's for their grandparents. There's no better place in the world to put pictures of your grandchildren and share it with your high school friends from 60 right. years ago or 50 years ago or 40 years I have ago. A, I have like a third cousin that just had a baby. Great. I, I, that's how I found out. Oh, that's amazing. By the way, that's, that's the best part of social media. And the right? birthdays are hysterical. Your birthdays are great. And um, you know, the, the experiment of that. Yeah, you know, I, I I don't know what your Facebook is like, but in mine, I have whatever the the you know 4,800, 5,000, whatever right. it is, yeah, and in, and then on my birthday I'll get four hundred people saying happy birthday. Well, that's yeah. interesting. That's still less than ten percent. Right. <laughs> that means forty six hundred people saw that it was my birthday and chose to ignore it, which is totally fine. But are that's, they really your friends, Seth? Are they really your friends? friends? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, listen, I told you about my great purge of 2020. My great pur- well, my purge was, you know, because I created a professional account before they had professional accounts. You know what I mean? Like in the beginning, it was just for professional purposes. You know, it, it was only, you know, sports stuff and, and, and work stuff. And I didn't even put my family on it in the beginning. Right. And what, what morphed is I was indiscriminate about who I accepted as friends because they were all listeners. That's all it was, was listeners. And then I found out in 2020 that I had a lot of listeners that are now my Facebook friends that are flat out racists. And I took them off my Facebook. I I, I took people off my Facebook, A, if I couldn't recognize your name, or B, if you wrote something against the NFL players kneeling or just, you know, any Black Lives Matter, any of that crap. If you started going into it, I just deleted you and I probably deleted about 400 people. Yeah, that's a full-time job. I have the exact same story. My personal Facebook account has again, like 4,800, 5,000 mm-hmm. people and early, early, early. That was both my personal and professional page. Um, Facebook only, you know, probably surfaces your content to five or 10% of the people, as you said, it's your birthday and you get, you know, 400 happy birthdays out of 5,000 people. I also have a professional page, which I don't think has more than 8,000 likes on my professional page has nobody. And all the people that follow me on Twitter won't go to that page. Doesn't nobody does it, but I don't, I don't use that page for anything. Like it's not, we, we publish our newsletter or our daily rant on it, but we don't do more than that. The point, though, is that Facebook, I, I, what I, the point I was trying to make, though, is that we, we hear from everyone that Facebook is for your grandparents. And that is the pejorative sort of like offhand, off the cuff, rem- uh, off the cuff remark people make. Uh, you know, that famous quote, uh, no one goes there anymore. It's too crowded. <laughs> right. So it's uh, Yogi Berra's great quote. So TV has the same exact same criticism. Only old people watch TV. Meanwhile, when you advertise on TV, your sales go up 
And when you don't advertise on TV, your sales go sales down. Go down. Yeah. And as long as that's true, then no matter what you think happens on television, you're not correct. Because whatever is going on is driving velocity at retail. And that's the goal of every advertisement to promote awareness of either a good or service. And the metric is velocity of, of, of the adoption of that service. Can I go on a, just a quick tangent on that? Of course. Two music documentaries that I watched this week. I watched part one of the Beatles get back. Yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. And I watched three of the four mini episodes of the Janet Jackson documentary on A&E. I'm looking forward to that. Is that good? It's great. It's, it's great. They address the Michael allegations. And I was worried that they were going to ignore it because it's Janet's story. They hit it dead on. Good for them. She, she's, a, she's unapologetically defending him. Of course. But that, you know, and she loses credibility when she does it, but that's neither here nor there. That's the a sister. Come on. But the point being is that the Janet Jackson documentary is riddled with commercials. And the get back is on Disney Plus. It has no commercials whatsoever. It's just right. footage, 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 yeah, footage. Yeah. And it takes you out of the dock. Yeah. It totally takes you out. And I'm not judging the Janet Jackson. The Janet Jackson documentary is made wonderfully. But if you watch it the same week that you watch the Beatles one, you're sitting there and the, 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 the constant breaks and the constant pauses. And what happens is you tune out and you the Janet Jackson documentary is an old school television show and the Beatles is a feature film. Right. Well, that's that. By, by the way, that is the distinction. And we're all, you know, well aware of that when you watch a movie on on television and they put six to 10 minute commercial pods every 20 minutes or so. It, it is annoying. I'm gonna, not going to say it isn't annoying. It's pretty annoying. Um, the point I was trying to make is that that criticism le leveled on television that is for your grandparents is also leveled on Facebook. I defy you, Seth, as an advertiser to find a better return on your advertising spend than Facebook. If you understand the persona of the people who will buy your goods or service and you know how to identify them, if you know whether they are male or female, if they are young or old, if they live close or far, if they are if they over-index on certain things and under-index on others, if you understand the persona of your target audience and you can, from a pick list, Seth, not like have to literally in a, in a, in a multiple choice test, kind of pull down menu and go, yeah, I want adults uh, 18 to 34. I want them within five miles of town center of this town. Right. I want right. them who yeah, they own a car, they, they lease a car, they, they have a car. I mean, whatever, you, whatever it is you're trying to do, if Facebook has the demographic or the, the delineator in there for you to target or cluster or classify, and they have an awful lot of ways to cluster and classify, if you know the persona of the person that is your target audience and you can identify it from a pick list, you cannot spend more efficiently. And, and so anyone who's telling you, well, it's my grandparents, it doesn't move the needle, it doesn't work. It's like, really? Show me how a dollar on TikTok is going to do better for you. Show me how a dollar right. on Snap is going to do better for you. Show me how a dollar on Pinterest does better for you. Show me how a dollar on Google does better. Now, Google, at least, is rival. You know what the biggest competitor to Facebook is Amazon. Right. Because you're already there to buy. So if you actually promote your, your thing on Amazon, 
you're more likely to sell it because they are there ready to buy. Google, they're intending to understand. So that's a good place to do it. Facebook kills because you can just, when you're there, you can, you, it, it's a transactional environment and it's particularly, it's a particularly good transactional environment. You're engaged. You've got sight sound in motion. You've got something you can click on. It is truly interactive TV. Google right. though, you actively go search and the same thing on Amazon In Amazon. It's like, I want, I want a blue widget. And then boom, here's the ads for blue widget. So if you're a blue widget company, that, that is a rival, that's a rival return on advertiser spend. But when you, you're going to go buy the New York Times, or you're going to go buy, you know, one of the Condé Nast publications, I don't mean to call them out, you're going to buy a, a just straight up TV ad, you're going to do, you're going to have less impact than you would on Facebook. So Facebook, because it's so efficient, and so easy to use, you don't need an ad agency, you don't need any particular training. The idea that these guys are not going to have a year that they're that they, you know, can be proud of that's going to help them means none of us are having a year that we're going to be proud of or going to help us. And I'm particularly worried about that. And again, I'm not worried about Facebook. They are very smart people and uh, full disclosure, they're clients. So, you know, I don't want anybody thinking, oh, you're shilling Facebook. I yell about them all the time. And I'm, uh, you know, I, I very often, very publicly uh, question their integrity, their, their thought processes, their mode of operation, uh, the stories they tell us, what they do with data, their privacy policies. I, uh, they're the biggest in the world and the best at what they do. They should be held to a higher level of responsibility than any other organization that's like them because there really isn't anything that's like Facebook. They're that big. So yeah, they have, they have a higher responsibility and they have a higher duty of care that they owe all of us. And they, to be fair, haven't really done as good of a job as I would like them to do. And I think a lot of people would be a lot nastier about that than I am. But still, we're not giving them any quarter. They, they deserve the criticisms that we levy on them. So Facebook, yeah, they had a rough week. Um, and yes, our audience is growing at TechStream. And yes, their audience, let's just say, isn't. Oops. You know, the funniest thing that I got from, uh, from your explanation on Facebook uh, was you quoted Yogi Berra. And <laughs> I, I just wonder how many people know Yogi Berra uh, from the, you know, in the word podcast, <laughs> I just, I, I wonder, <laughs> I, I just wonder, but I have a fantastic Yogi Berra story. You mean it's a not guy, deja vu all over again? A guy played a trick on me with Yogi Berra. Go ahead. Uh, we were, so, uh, 1955 world series. I was not alive. Um, game one, uh, Jackie Robinson steals home. Yogi Berra till his dying breath swears Jackie Robinson was out. Now, wow. remember, there is no replay. There's no, it's just photographs. And he looks out and he swears he's out and Jackie Robinson. Well, I don't think of 1955 when I'm there. I'm at Yankee Stadium. I'm working for Major League Baseball. And Jackie Robinson Day is coming up. Mm -hmm. And Yogi Berra is sitting in the Yankees dugout at the old Yankee Stadium. And a guy, a buddy of mine named Steve, played a trick on me he says you know my job was to go with a camera crew and we were supposed to go to just random dignitaries and players what does the significance of jackie robinson mean to you that okay. was the thing it's breaking the color barrier it's and yogi berra at this point is rather old he's not as animated as he used to be you know i had met him before you know i walk up to the dugout with my cameraman right behind me Excuse me, Mr. Barra, can I ask you uh, a, a couple of questions? Sure, kid. What, what, what do you want to know? 
and we were rolling and I say, what is the significance of Jackie Robinson mean to you? And this diminutive old man yells, that motherfucker was out. (laughs) (laughs) And my friend played a trick on me because he knew that's what Yogi Berra would do. And so he and I didn't. So I want <laughs> that's fantastic. And I could just imagine that happening that I completely, totally get that. That's all right. <laughs> we have an idea for a future episode of Tech Stream. It's going to be a viewer mailbag. What do you want to know from us? You guys ask us questions about random things on social media, on emails and the, on Shelly's newsletter. What do you want to know from us? How can they reach us? Oh, well, the best way is to direct message us or just tweet at TechStream, T-E-C-H-S-T-R-E-A-M, at TechStream. That's our Twitter account. You can follow us there or just post something as a question. That's, I think, the best way to do it. If you're not on Twitter, then you can just, um, you know, email Seth because Seth is- Just reach us out on Facebook. Just reach out on us on Facebook because, you know, we're the grandpas. Yeah, the grandparents on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. That'd be fine. Just an at, you know, just at TechStream and send us your DMs and or, or just your straight up tweets. And what we're going to do is next episode and going forward, we're going to do viewer mailbag because we want to formalize the way we answer these questions as opposed to just synthesizing them into a larger program story. Well, that arc, and the which... brainstorming session to find out this epi- if these episodes are arduous. So let, let, let them do some of the work. That's right. You, that's right. We're, gonna, we're basically just pawning our work off on to you, our loyal listeners who want to know stuff. Right, right, right. Stuff. <laughs> That'll do it. We'll see you next week. <laughs>